you lovely lot. Welcome along to the Football Ramble. The deal is done for Messi. We're all heading to Paris for a glass of Carabao. It's Wednesday, the 11th of August. I'm Jules Breed. I'm Pete Donaldson. And I'm Jim Campbell. Are you laughing about how I said carabao? No, I was laughing at the idea of someone drinking an energy drink out of a glass. Yeah. A caribou is, a, is an animal, isn't Carab- it? Yeah. I think it's the same thing. Isn't a carabao a caribou? Oh, isn't that on the logo? Ca- that's on the logo. Yeah. yeah. Get it together. Well, I'm just saying. Carabao. I'm sure I should know this being Filipino, but I'm almost certain that carabao in the Philippines actually translates as cow. Or bull. Right. right, okay. Ah. I, might, I, might be, I might be wrong. So it comes like out the a, taps, that a, juice. Is it like a knockoff Red Bull? They've just disguised really yeah. well. You know what? I had one the other day. They do a green apple flavour. It's not too bad. I wouldn't tastes, mind a bit of that. Tastes like an apple tizer. Much better yeah. than, a, than a Red Bull. Can we say that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, Carabao's got our hearts and Red Bull ain't spending, so who cares? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Jim Campbell used to do a bit of stand-up where he described one of those energy drinks as like drinking a tattoo. Yes. And it's always stuck in my mind. Relentless. Yeah, <laughs> it's like drinking a tattoo. Very angry, acidic yeah. water. You always feel a bit wrong after an energy drink, I yeah. think. Yeah, it's like a really false kind of unwell. buzz, isn't it? I've, I've yeah. started slamming them in the morning because I've got you? quite a long commute. And then I get caffeine, on my skateboard. Caffeine doesn't do it anymore. No, it doesn't touch <laughs> the sides enough. anymore, no. How are you, boys? It's been a while. Good, yeah. Yeah? Great. Just raring to go. But me, me and... Energised with all this energy drink <laughs> yeah. chat. Me and Jill's kind of bookended the COVID uh, situation. You had it quite early. I've had it quite late. Yeah. And we're, we're, we're all kind of meeting in the middle, I guess. When are you going to have it, Jim? I don't know. When are you going to get it, Jim? Well, you're double never. jabbed now. Yeah. yeah. Never. People still get it. A friend of mine got it. Double jabbed. I got it. Lost a hearing. I was double jabbed. Lost a hearing. Lost a hearing. Yeah. That's Weird, isn't it? Oh, how's she going to hear your excellent stand up? <laughs> <She's laughs> how can she it. hear the football ramble? <laughs> she doesn't listen to it. it <laughs> she'll be fine. Did She's you, fine. Did you lose your taste, Pete? I did, yeah. Mm. I was, I, I was, I, I must admit, I put some Tabasco on a scone. I just wanted to feel something. <laughs> Apparently, there's a few people because I lost my taste, but it came back, and I didn't have anything too too weird when it right. happened to me. But one of my mates has recently had COVID, lost his taste, and now things taste really different. So mm. he was eating something sweet the other day, and it tasted of rotten fish. Oh, oh my god! Well, so he's yeah. a lot got of rotten fish. fish. It, the, like the taste is all. Uh wrong like oh, things no. taste different to what they should so like what's yeah. it tastes like broccoli and like yeah. coffee tastes like milkshake I think it's, uh, it could be quite fun for like a day oh healthy yeah. you'd be eating kale and going mmm chocolate again mummy <laughs> yeah. isn't it my middle toe went numb Anyway, oh, you wow. sort of you know show, but why but, did my toe go numb yeah I so one of my weird side effects from having the jab yeah my shins hurt <laughs> what? Right. Why? That's really weird. Yeah, it's not like I go running. Andy Cole, shin splints. Love your job. Yeah, I had shit, weird shin pain. Ooh. That is odd. That's so odd. Did they jab you in the shin? No, <laughs> they didn't. <laughs> Although I did wear for my second jab, I wore a one shoulder, like long sleeve top. Oh, it was, nice. It, Put it no, in that one. No, it was the wrong one. Oh, <laughs> no. no. I was what like, are you what? doing, I should have worn the top backwards. <laughs> um, anyways, it's good to be back and uh, here on a day where. I guess it's like one of the biggest stories that could ever happen in football. The world's, arguably the world's best ever player, Messi, Mm. has left Barcelona, has joined PSG. It is official. It was all sort of like drip fed through, wasn't it, yesterday? First of all, we saw him just wearing the T-shirt that said Paris on it. And then we finally saw him in a PSG shirt. It looks 
weird. It does look weird. It's, it's like so weird. It's the ultimate example of a of a player looking wrong in a kit, mm. isn't it? I think even, I, I don't think I've ever seen an example of it as extreme. Yeah, I mean, even D back I thought looked a bit weird in, in, yeah. in a PSG kit. D back, D back. But uh, I think. Uh, that bit where he was on the balcony was it at the airport or something? It just looked a bit Iran embassy siege. Yes. It looked a bit like, <laughs> yeah. oh, what's going on there? Does he want, to be, Does he want to be here? Why is he so heavily cornered like this? <laughs> it's kind of ironic that something happening in Paris is the least romantic thing that you could possibly imagine, isn't it? So, is there, like, is there anything nice about this deal? Because let's just try it. Let's try. Let's try and be nice about this. I'm trying to think about whether or not this could be the time that. A few opinions about PSG may change. Like, are they becoming slightly more likable with Pochettino and now Messi, or is it actually mm. getting worse? I think it's it's getting worse. Actually, I mean, <laughs> if, we'll come on to it. But if you look at the transfer window they've had, it's actually mightily impressive. And fair play to the people who've got it all over the line um, in terms of not spending a transfer fee on anyone other than than Hakimi. Um, but yeah, it it feels to me. And it's not just PSG. There's a little bit of this with, with City as well. And this is not to have a dig at City or their fans because it's, it's not their fault, is it? But, you know, they own multiple teams over the world. Mm. It feels... This is exactly what it would be like if, like, Disney or Marvel, like, bought a football team and chucked them into a league. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It doesn't feel... It just doesn't feel doesn't the feel same. Real. Doesn't it's feel just real, so does it? stacked in the mm. favour of these super clubs now who aren't even necessarily the traditional big-name powerhouses who have got themselves into tied themselves in all kinds of knots trying to compete with this and it you know this is probably me showing my age obviously things change over time and things are cyclical and you know change is the only constant but it just feels like these teams are so far in front that they're just stockpiling like the greatest players that are playing the game today not just some of them like like all of them and it's just all a in bit one like team. Yeah. oh god like, I mean, the, the silver line for me is um, Julian Laurent is getting kicked left, right and centre. I, I love him, but he is so uh, kind of defensive about PSG at the moment. Yeah. On everything he's on, everyone's going, yeah, but it's a bit rubbish that they're buying these places. He's going, we had Fabrice Pan- Pancrat like yeah. weeks ago, like you know, yeah. years ago. You know, we had to put with the crap back in the day. Um, we deserve this sort of thing. Mm. And, and, and you know, would it be more romantic if you went to Manchester City? Would it be more romantic if you went to Manchester United? Would it be wrong? I don't th- I happen to think that we went past that point a long time ago. Yeah. Anybody stockpiling all these players, it's it's unromantic, but football's unromantic. I'm not going to mm. crunch my pearls about it, to be quite frank. I, you know, if he just said, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll stick around and I'll play for Barcelona for free and all that bollocks, I, like, I don't buy it the, the reason why everyone's upset about Messi got a PSG is that he's not Cristiano Ronaldo Cristiano Ronaldo we I think we view him through a different sort of cynical prism yeah he's he's, he's he's for the money he's for the abs he's for the he's for, for the, the me status and, the and Messi's a bit more of a team player he's uh, people sort of well, think I think we project that onto him, him yeah exactly might not necessarily be the case exactly it's because he's exactly. been a one club man until yeah, yeah. That's absolutely the difference. and he's sort of small and adorable and like he just he mm. just seems to cut a very different type of figure doesn't he but I think I have to say as well like football is such a tribal thing if like some like if Jeff Bezos bought Arsenal and put the stadium in space, mm. I'd be like, brilliant, great. Like as long as, <laughs> as long as we were winning stuff and had amazing players, I'm sure I would be sucked into it as well. But it is just I feel like this transfer window has been such a sort of microcosm of of the haves and the have nots. Obviously because mm. of COVID, like you've like there, there's not a huge amount of business happening um, in the sort of the, the, kind of the smaller level signings. Yeah. You, you might say. Are you continuing your like show? Like, the, are you going? I'm going big your... on how this is going to be a really crazy transfer, transfer deadline, deadline day. day. Okay, but right. um, you've, you've still got like a lot of like, you know, 
Are you trying to tell me Tammy Abraham's going to sign for Brighton on deadline day? <laughs> I would love to tell you that and mean it. Please. It could, I suppose it could happen. Apparently he's agreed terms with Arsenal, but I feel nervous about Chelsea selling his players. He'll have like, that, that won't be, there'll be a bomb in his throat or something. I don't want to, I don't trust it. But um yeah, I mean, who knows? Who knows? I think there might be a couple of those moves on there transfer be deadline day because there's a lot of brinkmanship, isn't there? But like I say, there's still these massive, massive transfers happening as well with mm. the teams that can afford to like weather the storm. So it's like business as usual for them while as, while everyone else is struggling a bit. And it just feels a bit like like is this bubble ever going to burst? Because mm. it's surely as close to it as it's ever going to be. Is is half of this deal all about Doha in a year's time? Is this all about you know he's going to be all over? He's going to be draped all over that World Cup, isn't he, yeah. Leo Messi? I mean, he, he's on much less money than than, than he would be at uh, Barcelona. Apparently, he's, he was 110 million per year at Barcelona, and, well, was... and the deal is 35 million per year at PSG. So he'll have some kind of ambassadorial role for that particular uh, tournament. Presumably. Plus bonuses. And God oh, and knows that'll what be his bonuses. bonuses That's, yeah. That'll be his bonuses. Also, I mean, the, the who, who knows how the deal is structured, but there will probably be, his image rights probably come into that as well. Because yes. that's a whole, a whole new, like whole new platform to use Messi in, which is absolutely massive. I think PSG themselves have said it's it's worth the money. He'll pay for himself like mm. because of the commercial deals they can do. I'm trying so. to get into the head of, uh, I wonder how Messi has felt about this whole thing because obviously we saw all of his emotions in the goodbye presser at Barcelona, which he basically cried through the whole thing and it was yeah. super emotional and we all know he kind of didn't really want to leave Barcelona. Mm. Like, you know, if he could have stayed, then maybe he would have. But for whatever reasons, he's had to move on. I want to know how he feels about actually like the real feelings of him going to PSG and how he feels yeah. playing for them and whether, you know, if they do go on and and finally win the Champions League PSG, which with that team, my <coughs> God, they if they don't now, when are they ever going to win it kind of yeah, thing? Yeah. I wonder how that would stack up for him in terms of all the things he's achieved winning the Champions League with a team like PSG. Yeah, I know what you mean. With those players. It makes me think of when I was a kid playing playing a game in a park and it was like the best game of football I think any of us had ever been involved in. It was one of those, like, you know, play football in a park when you're a kid and you play till it's, there's about 40 goals been scored on either side and you only stop when the sun goes down. <laughs> it was like particularly end-to-end -end and it was really close even though there had been so many goals scored. And then one of the bullies from school turned up and he just started hitting everyone and he scored. He was declared it next goal wins and he scored <laughs> and everyone was too scared to go... Yeah, uh, yeah, you know, actually, yeah, I, I'm not going to argue with this. Let's just go home. This was great until it got ruined how by many, that. How many by this display of power. <laughs> Jim and the bully. It feels a bit like that, doesn't it? That like yeah. you know it's what? just a bit too stacked in their favour. Mm, it would have it would have been fun if Messi had decided. You know what? Let's just be. Let's just do something that's going to surprise everyone. I'll go to a national league side and see how far I can take them. See if I can get a national <laughs> yeah. league side by the time I retire up to the Champions League. Yeah. How in like that would have been more, a bit more fun. Injured within the week. Out yeah. <laughs> for the season. I can't remember whether I said this on the show or in the studio yesterday or the other day, but sh surely Napoli. Mm. Napoli is the one following the footsteps of El Diego. Well, you know yeah. what? There were rumours actually this morning, I think as soon as this morning, that Messi actually was seriously tempted by a late offer from Atletico Madrid and actually spoke to Diego Simeone. Oh, wow. I want to Ooh. put the cat amongst the pigeons. Imagine him and Simeone working together. <laughs> him and Suarez getting the band back together. That'd be oh great. God. They need firepower, that team. Yeah. It is a shame though, isn't he, that he didn't go out a little bit out of left field. Mm. I think so. Yeah, but... Football's crap now. Are yeah. we forgetting? There's no romance in it anymore. It's Don't true. worry about it. It's true. And and every romantic story is 
like carefully curated by mm. some social media manager somewhere. Well, yeah, cl- clubs have agencies for, their, for yeah. their, not just for their image, but for their like their relationships <laughs> with their own fans. Like, yeah. And you see it all the time. Like when it's done. That's all Arsenal do now, surely. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of social media. Sack the dinosaur. Were they like, actually, yeah, fuck the dinosaur. <laughs> um, Neymar posted back together as a quote above a montage of him and Messi's best goals and assists from their time together. At Barcelona, so them two are back together at yeah, least. It's better than mm. him posting that sort of stuff about his sister, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> what did you make of the uh, announcement video? They're always a bit of a thing, and obviously we've got the world's best player moving to PSG. I was expecting something. I, I don't really know what this was. It was this weird, if you haven't seen it, um, kind of like a, a computer-generated drone yeah. Uh, flying through the club shop at Paris Saint-Germain and then through the stadium and then eventually um, leading Oops, up. Was that, was that it? Were <laughs> no, you just trying it, to watch yeah. it there? Uh, leading down to Messi on the pitch, but a computer-generated image of Messi, mm, yeah. we think. And it also, it had um, the music from The Dark Knight. It's well. very dramatic. Like, like, chuck, 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 chuck. What annoyed me about it is like, we obviously knew that the, the ending, the climax would be Messi on the pitch wearing a PSG shirt. Yeah. And my God, did they go the long way around. I was like, just get to the bloody <laughs> point here. Well, they went through every item that you can buy from the club shop. That's why. <laughs> Got to like here sign how much it all cost sort of thing. I mean, did, did was that all done in one shot or did they cut? Did they record the start of it and then it looked all one shot? But I don't know if it's real. It went into the sky at one point. Mm. I'm thinking, yeah, well, that's ah, where that the cut is. The cut. You know, this is the world we live in now. Like I, I, I don't believe anything. I don't know if that's real or not. I can't tell. If it might not even have been. Might yeah. have just put stuck Messi's head on. Might have just been the FIFA uh, model. Yeah, it looks a lot like FIFA. It's a bit of an anti-climax video, though, isn't it? Considering how big this is. Yeah. Although I suppose I had to do it pretty quickly. I do it pretty quickly, yeah. I guess. I, I always TikTok. mock these things and it's like, well, I mean, we literally had 10 minutes to make it. Chill out. Yeah. Get, get the piano out. <laughs> Come on. So, I mean, we're all, that. we're all sort of decrying how unromantic this is. Mm. Um, but at the same time, we are now going to get to potentially, unless Real Madrid sign Mbappe because they two are ignoring their balance sheet. <laughs> We are potentially going to see Messi, Mbappe, and Neymar in the same team. Which and would that, be that is pretty going to be a dream, yeah. right? That's lock on a bridge romantic for me. <laughs> How are they affording that, though? Well, if they're not paying a transfer fee for Messi, and I mean, they're not paid a transfer fee for anyone, have they? I mean, without breaching FFP, it's well, just, yeah. How do you... I don't know. Aren't this better? But isn't isn't Spain the kind of uh, the ideal when it comes to uh, you know <laughs> making teams live within their means and, and weirdly having two of the worst offenders of that particular yeah. issue? But like, well, that's because of the TV money, though. Yeah, isn't it? they get thirty something. I believe they get thirty percent each. Mm. And that the two big clubs and the rest have to split it between them. That certainly has been the case in the past, anyway. <laughs> so, just to clarify, is there a at least like a, a, a little bit of excitement about seeing Messi play for PSG? Little bit. Yeah, I would like to see them tear it up in the Champions League and not win it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that yeah way it's, we get it's, to it's only everything. going to be funnier when they fuck it up. Come on now, <laughs> okay. don't win the league, don't win the Champions League, get knocked out of the <laughs> cup. But Poch. Lovely. But we like Poch. We do like Poch. Yeah, he doesn't really like winning cup competitions anyway, does he? <laughs> oh, says the Arsenal fan. Well, he thinks it's beneath him for some reason. So um, maybe it'll work out and we'll all get what we want. Yeah. There we go. Wow. Messi Strasbourg in a PSG. on Saturday. <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> Messi in a PSG shirt. Wow. Okay. Well, there we go. Um, speaking of Spain, we were just talking a little bit about this and kind of nudging to it. There's all sorts of weird stuff going on at the moment that I'm, I'm honestly, I'm still trying to understand it. And the more and more I read about this, the more confusing it gets. But essentially, Real Madrid's board have unanimously agreed to launch civil and criminal lawsuits against the La Liga president. And this is all to do with the proposed deal with the private equity firm CVC. Now, this deal was called Boost 
La Liga. It was mm. thought to be saving Barcelona from letting Messi go last week. But in actual fact, Barcelona and Real Madrid are actually against this deal completely. And it's all to do with, as you were mentioning a minute ago, Jim, all this TV revenue and the fact that they take a percentage of it. What do you make of all this? I mean, it's just, it's so confusing. And I mean, I'm, I don't understand things at the best of times, let alone all these numbers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, when I saw Boost La Liga, I thought it was another energy drink. Like <laughs> wheeling its way into football. Um, yeah, I think it, it, basically what, what, as I understand it, what would happen is that CVC, which sounds like a shopping channel you'd have worked for in the past, <laughs> um, yeah, that where they get they get a ten percent share of the league's TV rights for the next fifty years, which is that's a huge, huge amount Massive. of time. Yeah. So you know, Barcelona and Madrid in particular, because things are so heavily stacked in their favour, they don't they don't want that in the long mm. time. I think they are thinking, well, if we can get ourselves out of this you know billion euro mess <laughs> somehow in the long term, it will be better for us to have not said yes to this. But I think obviously the other clubs in the league would be like, yeah, we'd love some money, we'd love mm. to be able to sort of compete. So it's the, the amount of money that would have allowed them to keep Messi, that's what makes yeah, me giggle. It's clearly yeah. that, that kind of thing. But that, I mean, that's how serious this is to them. And also, I mean, if you are. If you are in charge of Real Madrid and Barcelona, of course you need to look after yourself. Yeah, and and also, you know, blood in the water. You know, the sharks start circling. We could get a uh, (laughs) 50-year premium on on, on a lot of rights. It's an incredible investment. It's madness, really. There's 51 legal actions brought against La Liga by Real Madrid since 2015. 21 of those are still ongoing. Yeah. Mm. What yeah. a mess. And you get the feeling that because PSG are owned by the people that they're on, and they, as I said yesterday, they didn't go for the European Super League, the, the governing bodies would look more favourably upon <laughs> those teams than, than Barcelona and Real Madrid. Well, there were, there were wicked whispers that Laporta, Perez and Agnelli were seen having dinner together recently. Oh, very, yeah. very recently. Now that's so romantic. They're, they're, still not, yeah, they're still not giving up on the uh, Super League, I would imagine. <laughs> were they because they really, really need it. They're drinking a Carabao green apple. What's <laughs> 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 that it? I don't know. Swan's blood, I would imagine. Yeah. Meanwhile, um, and this is the thing with when we talk about money in football, and we know that there's like one end of the scale and then the other. Um, the Italian and French champions Inter and Lille are both teetering on the verge of bankruptcy this calendar year. It's like how you you have one extreme and the and the next, yeah. don't you? It's it's scary mm. because you got to think of the whole pyramid as well. If clubs sort of, we know clubs lower down are suffering after COVID, and if if it looks like so so many teams are in danger across the board and. I don't they know, just we need to won reach the league. Sort of equilibrium. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's crazy. Absolute madness. <laughs> right, we're going to take a short break now. When we come back, let's talk about a bit of madness in the Carabao Cup last night. You better get your finger out, all right, and make sure that you get the fucking results. welcome back to the football ramble it's George, jim and pete here with you this wednesday now it is time for a bit of this Welcome back to the Football Ramble. <laughs> Not being in my head for a week now. Uh, James Sordillo has been in touch. So obviously um, we, we asked last week if you've, basically if you've got any 
dilemmas that you need our help with. And uh, you have replied in your droves. Uh, so James Sordillo, or Sordillo, don't know which, uh, <laughs> says, the changes to the football ramble in recent years have been really positive, but I didn't see parenting help tips and tricks coming. That's quite the swerve. <laughs> Yet here we are. Yes. Anyway. So didn't want me giving them. <laughs> well... <laughs> Maybe we do. do. Depends what you say, I suppose. (laughs) Anyway, as an Oxford fan, I've recently had a child with a Leicester fan and we live in Leicester. The first few months became a bit of a club merchandise arms race, which I've relinquished. She's six months old. She doesn't (laughs) care. Now, any ideas how I can ensure our daughter grows up an Oxford United fan? I love her, but I am prepared to put her through the suffering of being a football (laughs) fan brings. Uh, I'm, I'm really up against it here, living on the outskirts of Leicester with half of her family being passionate Leicester fans, but I'm keen I'm prepared for the key years of development to make sure she supports an average League One side over the current <laughs> FA Cup winners. All all help appreciated as to how I achieve this. Well, I'd like as if she actually became an Oxford City fan, just to go against you <laughs> and your other half as well. That would be quite funny. How, how do you do this, Pete? Come on, help, I mean, you help to, James out. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, I, how how do you kind of like lure someone into a, a team like Oxford United? What have they got? Well, I think what you do is you become a really, really overbearing parent with really <laughs> high academic standards. Right. So you plant the idea of going to Oxford University into the kid's head really, really young. Right. You perhaps give them the His Dark Materials to read, right. get them obsessed with that, because okay. a lot of that is set in Oxford. And um, the idea of just like, you, you basically make your love dependent on them getting into Ox- <laughs> Oxford University. Cool. So then... You, I mean, you went Jim to... Campbell. Yeah, exactly. You went to Leicester, didn't you? Yeah. So, I mean, can that compare, Leicester. really? <laughs> Le- University-wise? Well, I could have... I mean... Well, De Montfort can't. No, Leicester's a, a decent university, but uh, yeah, De Montfort's a pretty, pretty pedestrian one. Yeah. Apologies to everyone. Just well, got no, their level results they, yesterday. They, they, didn't, they didn't let you graduate because of library fines. So True. F- screw them. Uh, yeah. So obviously, Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, I know, right? That's amazing. Mum's fuming. That is so Pete. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, that's obviously terrible advice. So has anyone got anything better? <laughs> I mean, it's going to be pretty hard to convince right now. Leicester are like, Everyone's other your team exactly. and everyone likes. Yeah, aren't it's, it's they? a better it's pretty... city for me. I like Leicester. You're fucked, Oxford, James. Oxford's just like <laughs> bikes everywhere. I think canals not, boring. You might have to just take her to both, so that at the as a sort of compromise, she will still have a soft spot for Ox, soft spot for Oxford, right. and maybe maybe go there later on. Listen, or have them as a second Oxford team. could be like the greens. You got to eat your greens before you get your dessert. <laughs> yeah. I was at Perez whack a ball wide from six yards. <laughs> <laughs> what stadium do you think sounds more appealing to a young child? The Kassam Stadium or the King Power? I don't even know what mm. Kassam is. What's what it's Kassam? I'm is not it sure. short for something. I don't know. King it's, Power it's, sounds it's, awesome. Oh, yeah, King sake. Power. We're not, yeah. we're not helping here, James. <laughs> no, we're not. But I think sometimes a cold, hard dose of reality is useful. True. <laughs> True. Uh, got an email from uh, Matthew Gawler. Uh, could you settle this ongoing question I have rattling around in my head a worrying proportion of the time? I'm a Charlton fan. So by law, whenever I tell anyone who I support, I follow it with for my sins. <laughs> my question to you all, therefore, <laughs> is what is the highest level and highest team you are allowed to use for my sins uh, <laughs> when telling someone uh, who you support? Uh, for example, if a Spurs, Arsenal or even Newcastle fan uses for my sins, is this allowed? Is there a definitive threshold or should each case be judged on its own merits? I've personally used for my sins. Jules, I have you're definitely, definitely allowed. I've definitely, definitely allowed used that, yeah. for my sins. I've I know a United fan, Man United fan, mm. who has used 
for my sins oh, before. Yes. In, as in, Off. like, in the bad stage post-Fergie. Yeah. Still, <laughs> though, when for they my had the sins. hardest time of any football fans ever. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I mean, I That's say it for allowed, Arsenal, but I also, I mean, yeah. I live quite near the stadium and I do cover my neighbour's oxen. So it's all kind of... <laughs> Carabao, tarried, mate. Like, you know, tied together with my actual sins. Right, okay. I think I think it depends how you're saying it, doesn't it? Because what, generally when people say it, they say it with a very big dollop of irony. Yeah. So if you if you do support a top PSG tier team, for my sins, exactly. Oh, no. Yeah, because <laughs> you might be saying, "Oh, I am actually a bit of a glory hunter." Um, so I, th- I think it's a universal term. depends on depends on the tone in which it's said. For mm. me, I mean a lot. Yeah. Of, I mean a lot of teams. Man City uh, was uh, were founded <laughs> by churches. So you could say for my sins. Yeah. Because uh, it's a church side, effectively, isn't it? <laughs> I guess so. I suppose it depends on on, on you know on what. What branch of Christianity the church is in? Oh yeah, not the bottom. It's problematic. Don't worry about it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Man City, it's fine. For Ma- so Matthew, I think uh, to summarise, um, and in order to answer your question, for your sins is definitely allowed for Charlton. I'd say. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think it's questionable once you get mid-table Premier League. Yeah. Would you say? Depends on the suffering. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, you are a sufferer, and I would say Arsenal fans probably are allowed it. Because you're on, you're, you're suppose, going down, actually, you know what I mean? Exactly, that's Downhill. right. Yeah, so if you were to say that now, it probably wouldn't it work as much because Brighton yeah. are on the up. Whereas oh, we've, no, we've, I, don't, I wouldn't say we're on the up. You, you know what don't, think? Be, don't be, don't so be I'm not putting trying ideas to in my head. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't got a striker, mate. Well, we do, but not a very good one. Just take Eddie and Katia. <laughs> He's Speak injured. to someone. Yeah, but you know, that's, that won't be our problem soon. Oh, right. Well, if you do have any problems that you'd like us to solve or any questions, please do send them in for us. However bizarre, we love hearing from you. Show at footballramble.com or you can tweet us at footballramble. Uh, Right, last night, bit of Champions League qualification. Mm -hmm. It's never too early for a bit of Champions League football and Rangers are out already. Yeah, non-qualification is the issue there, isn't it? I didn't see. I was expecting Rangers to have another really good season, Mm, but they've now lost three games on the bounce for the first time. Under Stevie G. Yeah. What's Although, I mean, the, when Morella scored the first goal, the noise in the stadium. My friend was, was actually oh my, there because oh wow. she hosts for Rangers TV, my mate Becky, and she said it was absolutely incredible because she started working for them last year during the pandemic. Mm. So she's not been to Ibrox since there have been fans. And I mean, she said it was absolutely incredible. Yeah. Even just from the highlights, the noise looked absolutely unreal. It's a shame, obviously, they couldn't then uh, not fuck it up after Melmo <laughs> went down to 10 men. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was Bonker Innocent, wasn't it? Bonker Innocent. Off. What a name. Yeah. Bonker too hard. Bonker guilty. <laughs> His second yellow was a bit of a joke. I, yeah. I didn't think he should have gone, to be honest. He didn't deserve that at all. But uh, yeah, terrible for Stevie G, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, not good for them. Um, the champions of the Moldovan top flight, Sheriff Tiraspol, I think is how you say it. They're two games away, though. From Champions League after beating Red Star Belgrade. This is an amazing story. Yeah, that's massive. It's there's a... your romance. <laughs> yeah, yeah there's your romance. We finally got there. Look, we know where the romance is going to live. It's going to be in the UEFA Conference League. That's where it is going to be. But I think the um, uh, their badge is hilariously like a sheriff's badge. Oh, It's no. well it worth checking. It had, it had to, be, to be, didn't it? Oh, so it isn't like just a word... No, no, it, no! It's it's a sheriff's like badge. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. It's in that like weird like breakaway state, that old kind of um, Soviet state in Moldova that's like really near Ukraine. Wow! And it's only recognised by three other breakaway states Amazing. in the region in Georgia and stuff. It's it's a fascinating place. I'd very much like to uh, visit Transnistria. Uh, Transnistria. 
Like they call it. The Wild East. You know what? When I was, um, I went on a little um, four-night, very quick trip to Gibraltar. Mm. It was on the green list with my friend, with Becky, actually, who was at mm. Rangers last night. And um, while we were out there, we saw that, the, so there's a Gibraltar National Stadium, even though it's like the tiniest country. Of course, they've got a national mm. football stadium. We were like, oh, I wonder what's going on there. Uh, we found out that actually the night before we arrived, there was actually a Champions League qualifier game. Oh, wow. Played Lovely. There. It, it was only a fiver for tickets. We were absolutely gutted that we missed it. <laughs> um, and it was, um, I believe it was Cluj who were playing oh. their qualifier there and they won. Um, I can't remember who it was against, but um, they had like all the UEFA flags off. And I thought, this is so weird. Like a Following super, you around, mate. super random stadium in <laughs> yeah. Gibraltar of all places. And there was a Champions League qualifier. Again, there. there's your romance. Yeah, yeah. More romance. Yeah, it was. Just got to go off the beaten track a little yeah. bit nowadays. Yeah, there you go. Um, right, onto the Carabao Cup last night. Um, it's obviously the League Cup getting underway. Um, 11 penalty shootouts. Yeah. We love it. We <laughs> Too love much. it. Everyone got, inv- got excited in the Euros once, once they get involved. <laughs> yeah, 28 games there were last night and there were 11 penalty shootouts. The one that really stands out is Derby who were taken all the way by League 2 Salford. Obviously, Wayne Rooney playing against his uh, the owners of obviously former Man United friends. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're a bit of a shambles, Derby, aren't they? What's yeah, going they on really there? are. They've got a transfer embargo. There's all sorts going on. They barely scrape past Salford. That said, the manager I still lives think. in the office. <laughs> <laughs> and the manager's Wayne Rooney somehow. I know that this has been the case for ages, but my head still won't accept it. Oh. <laughs> He's bombed out David Marshall in, in bins, and uh, I thought the keeping was atrocious in that match. Yeah. It really, really was. But. Uh, Good free kick kind of recovery. Oh, yeah. Oh, Morrison. Really, yeah. That was nice, wasn't it? Yeah, it was really good to actually, you know, see what he can do. Because <laughs> we've heard so much about what he can do in training, but we've rarely seen it. It's like, oh, there it is. You there get a couple is. of games out of him. I, ho- I honestly off. hope that, I don't know, maybe the siege mentality that has to be there will be really good for him. Because he's <laughs> it, his whole career has been defined by having something to prove, isn't yeah. it? And now that's all Derby have got to mm. fuel themselves. So mm. it could be brilliant. <laughs> Yeah. I hope so. Ravel Morrison's first goal in English football since 2014. He's played for eight clubs since then. Mm. From Mexico, Italy to Sweden. Why the hell has he gone, gone back to Derby? <laughs> <laughs> I'd, yeah. st- I'd have stayed in Italy or Mexico if I were him. It's, yeah, absolutely. The kits in Mexico, my God. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's, it's Rooney using his old United contacts, isn't it? It's got, got to be. Yeah. Got to be the Rooney factor. Uh, Rian Brewster. Finally got a yeah, goal yeah. for uh, Sheffield United after 32 games. That was his first ever goal for them. Bit um, of a tap in as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's good though, isn't it? He needed it? it. That might yeah. be what sets him off, Completely. as they say. Because you, you, you don't want to see a young player kind of have this horrible kind of albatross following them around for a bit. So mm-hmm. hopefully for his sake that he can just find his feet now, establish himself, become a, a you know big player for Sheffield United. Because it's, it's always a bit... Sad, isn't it, when you see a player with a big mm. reputation not quite manage manage to sort of live up to it immediately? You wonder what it does to them mentally. So good luck to him as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and Fergie, he went to watch his son Darren's team, uh, Peterborough, play uh, last night. It's always good to see Fergie in the stands, isn't yeah. it? Uh, unfortunately, they got absolutely thrashed, Peterborough. <laughs> uh, they've got beaten four nil by Plymouth. Ouch! That's not what you. That's not you. Don't really want that happen to happen in front of your dad, do you? No, no. not in your fourth spell at the club. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> after playing for them. <laughs> um, and uh, Forest Green they beat Bristol City on penalties after a 96th minute equaliser to draw two two. No wins in eleven for Nigel Pearson, who's not having the best of times. Um, and Tammy Abraham's brother, we spoke about Tammy Abraham already. Mm. Uh, hopefully, he does come a sign from Brighton and not Arsenal. Um, scored <laughs> for Newport, his brother, uh, and his name is. 
Timmy Abraham. Love Come it. They, you know, they just they couldn't think of another name. They just sort of changed the vowel. They yeah. have very similar hair as well, which I'm enjoying immensely. Is there a Tommy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope be. so. Or maybe a tummy. That'd be tummy. better. <laughs> <laughs> tummy, 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 tummy. tummy. Little Tommy Abraham. <laughs> oh dear. Um, there we go. That's the Carabao Cup. Um, so as I've already said, I'm hoping that Brighton do sign a striker, but other things that are happening. Um, so it looks as though the Lukaku move is pretty much done, but he can't play in the Super Cup tonight. What do you make of him at Chelsea? Are they going to win the league? I think they've actually got a really good shout. Everyone's mm. just assuming that Man City are going to win the league. But Chelsea have got such a strong squad now and an amazing manager. He's, you know, probably the missing part of that puzzle, isn't he? Um, so I think they, I think it could be a shootout between those two. Yeah, me too, Pete. What do you think? As I said yesterday, as long as he gets his penalties, <laughs> as long as he takes penalty uh, duties uh, off the other players, I think he's going to score an absolute hatful. But he's such a... You reckon he'd take the pens away from Jorginho? Yeah. Well, because that's how he he scored like I think seven or something in in Italy, and that really added to his tally quite quite yeah. handsomely. Yeah. So I think if you're going to come in for that amount of money, you'd be like, I'm on pens, please, thank you. Oh, straight in my fantasy team. Straight <laughs> in there. Have you got your little mini league running again? Don't you worry, oh. Pete. Battle the breach. It's up and running. And uh, this time, Lars is not going to beat me due to some. <laughs> shoddy Bruno Fernandes fake assist that never should have been um, I'm coming for you Lars this 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 year um, we by need the way, fantasy football VAR yeah, yeah. Luke Moore still has not given me dinner and he promised me it because I beat him he's, wow. he's, run, he did, he's not here he's running away and where is he I don't know no one's seen him. No one's seen him. Back to the transfers, though. Um, Tangi and Dombele could be on his way out of Spurs. Timmy and Dombele. Timmy and Tammy Tammy and Dombele. Uh, Nuno said earlier this week he's not in the right moment to join the group. I love not in the right moment. <laughs> um, he didn't feature in the friendly against Arsenal at the weekend. However, <laughs> Nuno apparently hasn't spoken uh, to him about his future. Apparently, he doesn't like confrontation. Tangi doesn't. Yeah. Why doesn't Nuno speak? to anyone it's weird isn't it it's like yeah I'll talk <laughs> to Harry Kane next week so, yeah. how about you do it now I know season, really, start, season starts in two days it's strange isn't it I think it's an interesting one with Ndombele because obviously he's a very quiet character um, and I guess you have to manage each person according to their personality but apparently Nuno isn't big on having one-on-ones with players it's all about you know uh, the the group and systems and players fitting within it and mm. it sounds like Ndombele's um because he's he's quite maverick's not quite the right word because I think it does him a disservice. But he's a very creative, spontaneous player, isn't he? It's really I think that's fun how to you watch when he's in when he's in form. Absolutely. Isn't he? mm. So if you put him in a rigid system, you wonder is that is that going to be the best thing for him? But like, where's he going to go? They should be though? having a chat, surely. <laughs> but where's he where's he going to go? Well, he, he, he's not been the fittest of all uh, the footballers at that particular football club. But who'd want him? Like, because he came for a lot of cash. His wages are probably astronomical in you know commensurate with with that particular fee. So uh, again, some players who underperform, who find themselves injured price themselves out of the market massively. Yeah. So mm. he may not have that many options, in my opinion. Is there a team full of introverts somewhere? <laughs> there are rumours that the reason Tangi's unhappy is uh, because his mates, Serge Aurier and Sissoko, might be on their way out of Spurs mm. as well. So yeah. I suppose that is a thing. You know, if you're... Your mates are leaving. You're not that You're far not away that from happy. France, though, are you? Harry Kane's <laughs> probably on the way out. You know, like, yeah. he's probably just like, what's the point? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just get a little chopper. Fly, fly across... <laughs> To see your friends and then come back again. Don't worry about it. Meanwhile, John Stones has signed a new five-year deal at Man City, but the Villarreal announcement of Gerard Moreno, did you see this, boys, was 
was quite something to behold. This is amazing. He's extended his deal and in order to announce it, they basically did a reveal like the masked singer. It's amazing. <laughs> I mean, what are they doing? I've, this is amazing. I don't even know what the character is that he's dressed as either because he obviously, they do that big thing at the end of the take it off, take it off. <laughs> and they're chanting it. And I'm trying to look at the head and I don't know what it is. Mm. It's some kind of bird-beaked creature. Yeah, mm. they've just made up a creature. Character. It's yeah. weird. There he is. Look, it's like a kind of blue kind of head. Like a blue... It looks like something out of In the Night Garden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I love that it's a bit of an anti-climax as well because normally they'd be like, a what? But it was just like... Oh, it's, it's a oh, player we've yeah, already yeah. got. Oh, right, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, him. 2027, that's a long time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he negotiated a release clause. Oh. God, I can't believe the Premier League starts in literally two days' time, a Friday night game know, to right? kick things off. I'm excited. Are you, you I am excited, yeah. For, for a time, it was like, oh, is this enough of a break? Turns out, yes, yeah. I am ready for it. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely ready. Yeah, we're going to do our predictions after this. They're mm. going to be in a sealed envelope. No one's going to tamper with them. And uh, let's see who does well this season. I don't like doing this before the transfer window closes. No, I agree. Oh, yeah, it's not fair, is it? I think we should have have two different kind of uh, predictions, I think. I had Villa to go down last year because we did the predictions before they signed anyone and before Grealish had signed his new deal. And now this year we're doing this before some big, deals could and be done and we also did our predictions for the Euros not on the show we did on social media so Luke got away with an astonishingly low like one yellow card per game prediction <laughs> <laughs> disgraceful so very true well it is nearly here the Premier League Marcus Kate and Andy are going to be looking ahead to the start of the new season on a very special live stream tomorrow on our Patreon it's at 5 o'clock UK time so that'll be the night before the Premier League starts on Thursday night you can stream it live or you can watch it back if you're a patron subscriber so just head to patreon.com forward slash football ramble to get involved and make sure you check out our social pages for a predictions page where you can fill that in yourself and you can join in the fun with all the predictions as well on tomorrow's show Pete you're back you're going to be here with Mr Spelldog and Andy (laughs) Brassel enjoy that Jim Pete good to see you both thanks for listening guys we'll see you soon The Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.